Hey everyone, welcome to the premiere episode of Nah, Absolutely Not. You know what it is. You know what that means. Um, I'm Sharon, and I have been a horror fan since as long as I can remember from the very first time I watched a scary movie at a ridiculously young and inappropriate age. <laughs> and my counterpart here. Hey everyone, I am Tamora, and I feel like Sharon and I had the similar inappropriate start to loving horror movies at a too young age. And I feel like it's just on my everyday list to watch something scary. So what we like to do is take you on our journey. It's kind of like, imagine you're in the theater, but we're going to be respectful and not talk through the movie. I feel like you said <laughs> that because we're black and I don't think, <laughs> I don't like the way that sounded and I felt attacked, but I'm going to let it go. But it's the conversation that you'd be having in your head because you don't want to say it out loud because you got much better training than that. <laughs> you, like your mama said, you got good home training. So, um, but anyway, um, and we're, we're joking and we hope that this podcast will um, provide some, some spooks and some, some comedy, some lightness and some seriousness because there are some serious topics that will come up um, based on um, some of the movies that we review and we talk about. Um, so spoiler alert, most of these movies, we're probably not going to give you a detailed blow by blow, but a lot of what we talk about is going to ruin the movie for you if you have not seen it before. So if you want to keep that mystery intact, I mean, listen to this after you watch the movie. However, um, we're not going to hold anything back. There'll be a lot of cursing, inappropriateness, appropriateness. <laughs> And some segues into topics that probably have nothing to do with scary movies. Um, with that being said, Sharon, do you want to go ahead and introduce our first topic? So our first topic is top five scariest movies to you or to us, respectfully, right? So it is the movies that shaped my like horror watching from a young age. And <laughs> so I have five Tamora has five. This is also like not just movies, it's also scenes. So, you know, we want to make sure that it's not like, okay, that we're going to review the whole movie. Because sometimes there were just scenes in movies that just did you in that, like the whole movie might have been trash, but that scene was one that was like, all right, that's jacked up. Like some of the scenes that Tamora had me watching her top five films that I'm a little bit freaked out about. Yay! <laughs> That was probably my favorite part is that <laughs> at least I introduced you to like some movies you hadn't seen before and that are like they're totally jacked up moments in movies. And there's so many good horror movies and scary movies out there that it was hard to choose just like five. Like my list was growing. And I had to cut it down um, because a lot of them have great moments in them. But we got to preview each other's five and some of the classics we got to rewatch again. And when you watch them at a different age and different stage in life, you just have different insight <laughs> into some of these movies. And then if you're watching something fresh and new, it's just like a different level of experience that you're having with a different genre or different feel of movie style. So I'm excited to talk about five, top five, top 
Is that my level up? Level up. Level up. Top five. Level up. Level up. Level up. I don't think that's um, the name. There okay. was a lot <laughs> of um, inappropriate things that happened in movies from the 80s. That's just facts. Like, you watch some of that stuff now, and I am. it is definitely inappropriate. And there were times when watching some of these films that I had this moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, a, which you guys can't see that. Um, but it was definitely like the ooh face, like the ooh, that's yep. probably not good. So Yeah, um, and I took something off my list because after I watched it again, even though it was high on my list, I was like, this is, I can't promote anyone watching this movie anymore because that's just wholly offensive. But you don't know that when you're younger. So true. we live, we learn, we grow. All right. So should we get into it? Top five scary Let's movies? Let's do it. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. I leveled up again. Um, okay. okay. Um, I can't wait for you guys to eventually see us filming this because the level up part is fun. It's like our signature. Go see it. It's really, we know it's not good. Please don't <laughs> drag us too hard. We're just doing the best we can with what we have. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So I, the format we're going to take this is I'm going to name one. Tomorrow's going to name one and we'll just keep going back and forth and talking about it. So tomorrow. You can start. I can start. Pick. What do you want to do? We can Rochambeau for I'm going to start because I feel like my first movie <laughs> isn't intended to be scary, but it is depending on the age that you saw this movie. And a lot of people are going to hear this and they're going to be like, what the hell are you talking about? But I'm going <laughs> to name two scenes. And if you have seen this movie, it should flash you back to those two moments. And you'll be like, oh, yeah, that was kind of jacked up. So my first movie, 1978. It is The Wiz. Um, not intended to be a scary movie. Definitely a family movie. And if you have not seen The Wiz, please, for the love of God, just watch it because it's got like Diana Ross is in it, Michael Jackson, like young Michael Jackson. So cute and adorable. I know I'm not supposed to say that. It's not cool now. But back in the day, he was just on it. Lena Horne, jazz great. Um, Nipsey Russell, before Nipsey Hussle. There was Nipsey Russell. <laughs> Look that's, it up. And so Richard Pryor is in it as the whiz. Like it's just a all-star cast. It's an all black movie and it's intended to be this take on the wizard of Oz. Um, but black style, which, you know, we don't get a lot of movies for us back in the day. And so the premise is the same. If you ever seen the wizard of Oz, you get it. Dorothy played by Diana Ross ends up in this magical land and she's trying to go home while wearing these slippers, which, were notably silver and not ruby. So just like the book, they were silver. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And Diana Ross is just looking like she's so adorable in this movie. She is very um, cute. Yes. So there are two scenes in this movie. And I'm going to flash you all back. If you've seen it before, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen it, just watch it because it's worth the watch. And the songs are fabulous because I downloaded the soundtrack again so I can listen in my car and sing all the songs. The first scene is when she first gets hit by the tornado and she ends up in Oz and she ends up in the sand pit and she's in this playground and it's just dark and she's calling for her dog, Toto. Yeah. She was looking for this dog the entire movie. And I'm like, put a leash on a stupid dog. Like I feel like <laughs> you don't know where your animals are. It's real obnoxious. <laughs> So she lands in a sandbox and she's holding up, Toto, Toto, are you okay? Because she had ran out of the house looking for this dog. 
who once again got away from her. Um, and you see this graffiti on the wall and it's supposed to be like 2D graffiti, but people start popping out of the wall, like their fingers detach from the wall and you hear this sucking sound. It's like where they're coming off the wall and they're walking all stiff. And so all this graffiti, I would say like maybe 60, 80 people deep are just pulled up off the wall. It's dark in this playground. And then the graffiti people start talking and they start mimicking Dorothy and they're like, toto, 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 toto. And they're walking in this jagged moment in this movement and they're coming towards her. And there is this moment where she's just in a sand pit and she just screams, it's like, no. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And can yes. pictures really come up off the freaking wall and just talk up, walk up to you? And they happen to be children who were cursed by the bad witch who Dorothy kills when she lands and killing her breaks the spell. So they're popping off the playground wall as graffiti kids and they just want to thank her. But it is so surreal and so freaked out that you're like sitting there like, oh, this is a good thing. They're not evil. Like it's just totally jacked. Um, Sharon, <laughs> I have a, question. Like you have I have a yeah. question on that though. Um, so I'm wondering, so because it was, it's, it's an urban film, right? So it's set in an urban mm -hmm. environment. Like, you know, as a kid, I grew up in the suburbs and, and, you know, you would go to the city, right? And mm -hmm. the city did have this air of danger to it. And so it's kind of an interesting concept because you're in the Wiz and it's like the land of make-believe and, you know, I mean, and you think about the Wizard of Oz as compared to the Wiz. And there is this whole scary element to the, to the film, right? Like where it feels really dark and not like, I mean, you know, the Wizard of Oz, it's like, you know, it's, it's happy la la magic. Happy la la, and we're dancing in the lollipops and the, you know, the, is it the monkeys or whatever, the blind, those were like the creepiest thing. But the whiz, like, just takes it, like, the whole thing, even, even the, 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 the filming, it's dark. Like, there's never a light yep. moment. Like, it's never like light yep. and bright. Yep. And it's, it's, um, when you, if you grew up black, and you grew up in a city. I didn't grow up in the burbs. I grew up in Gary, Indiana, which has been murder capital of the world several times. I don't care what Michael Jackson came out of. I'm just saying it was hard out there. So when you look at the Wiz as that person, I can associate with it. And I didn't, didn't realize it until I got older and I watched it again. And I was like, yeah, this is pretty much like, could be a full black experience. Like everything's a little off. It feels a little dangerous. It doesn't feel like anyone set up any safety for us. And we just have to navigate this space the best way that we know how. And so that graffiti popping off the wall, the fact that the whole thing is dark when she's walking out of the playground and all the buildings are like broken down, it makes you feel not safe. And she's saying several times about, I just want to go home because I don't like what this is. And she starts reimagining her home environment as this safety, ha the safe haven where, oh, the snow covers everything and everything looks so clean and soft when and beautiful. And home. here is dangerous. <laughs> yes. And she can't navigate the space because it is so surreal. Like 
graffiti is coming to life off the wall. That is crazy. And I don't know where I am. And she's trying to give her address to somebody. And the lady's writing it down. Like she's playing um, lottery numbers. And she's like, no, I'm trying to get to my address. And she's like, Ooh, I'm gonna play these numbers girl. And I'm just like, for the love of God, please get me out of here. And then the dog runs off again. So it's a whole thing. But that scene sucked. Um, the second scene that still sucks to this day, and I watched it as a grown-ass adult, and that sound still messes me up today, is when they're all in the subway. It's her, Scarecrow, Tin Man, the Lion, and again, Toto running somewhere, whatever. <laughs> and so they're like having a good time, like, yeah, we're going to the subway, we're going to make this yellow brick road. And then they turn around, and there's this panhandler, I guess who I guess if you're like in the subway, if you've ever been on the subway in like New York or Chicago, there are people come through the train and like socks 10 for $5. And I'm like, Ooh, that's a good deal. But he has these two puppets on the side of his little, like what oh. you call it, like a cigarette holding case. Yes. And they start making noise and you keep hearing this song throughout the entire movie and you don't associate it with anything until they're in the subway. And it's the, and so that sound starts playing and then these two puppets who look like little accordion puppets start bouncing up and down on the side of his little cigarette display and they get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until they're like seven feet tall and they're like rocked to the side. And then they detach and start coming towards them and everyone is just like, what the actual and the lion is like i'm not too happy on the ground y'all and i'm like yes let's get out of here this sucks but that scene <laughs> the garbage cans come to life and have teeth and start biting arms the pillars come off the subway walls and start crushing in on people it's just like the worst nightmare and it's because it's underground one claustrophobia i don't like that things right. growing too big that's awful. Um, that noise that's associated with something mysterious doesn't sound good. And then if you've been in the subway in New York, it's like a maze down there. Sometimes you don't know how to get out and there's no clear way to get out. There's one scene it's where terrifying. I think the tin or scarecrow is looking at a sign or tin man and it says you are here and the wall leads to nowhere. And I was like, this sucks. So that scene can go fuck itself. That's how I feel about that. Is that your nah, absolutely not moment? <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm not into it. I don't like it. And I thought when I got older and I was braver and I've encountered a lot, I feel safer. But that scene can go fuck itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, 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 I love The Wiz. And, you know, I have two children and I tried to make The Wiz like our, our Christmas movie because I was like, I'm going to have to meet some babies and we're going to watch Black Christmas stuff. I don't know why, but that was my plan. Um, that did not work out according to plan. Um, my kids didn't, like, they appreciate it, but they were like, it's not the vibe. Like, it's not passing the vibe check for them. Um, but now, like, you know, from the horror perspective, which I am, I love that you brought this up because... I never really thought about it like that, even though I felt that discomfort as a kid, like even though watching some of those scenes and looking back at them, like watching with my children, I was like, that's kind of creepy. <laughs> and one of the that's scenes that's super creepy for me is when um, 
like they're in the factory and then they like like they peel off their suits like their their other bodies yeah and then they're like like you know coming out and 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 everyone is beautiful like underneath i mean like like I remember everyone looks so good. I was like, Ooh, look at all of them. Like just every single person was like the epitome of black beauty, you know, in that time Mm -hmm. frame. And I remember, but, but there was something about the shedding of that, like them like coming out and it just making me feel like uncomfortable. So that was one of my scenes. And then the, the monkeys on the motorcycle, (laughs) God dang, those things scared because they didn't fly, they right. motorcycled and they were fast. And I, were the motorcycles a part of the body? Yeah, it felt like, like it was part of their body. Yeah, yeah, it was like part of their body. And then they all were like, "Hey, yeah!" Like the way they talked <laughs> was like super. And I and it was scary to me as a kid. And um, I mean, actually looking back at it as an adult, I have an appreciation for for you know the the creation, right? Like the cinematography and the and that was one of the things with the with that movie, like the cinematography, I thought was amazing. Um, it, you know, the, the costumes. costumes. Oh my the god, costumes. the costumes are so freaking good, just top notch, right? But mm-hmm. but yeah, there was this element of just straight up fear watching that. Um, the other scene for me in that was also when um, they flush the when the witch goes down the toilet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know how long it took me to realize that was a toilet? I I, I think I was probably, you know, because I we'd watch The Wiz like for years, like we'd watch as a kid, and like over the holidays, it was always on, like on BET or something or whatever. I think it was like, no, there was like a special station where they had all the black stuff, and it wasn't quite BET at that point when I was a kid. But you know, they would replay it during the holidays, and um, and so I think I was like a teenager when the first time I realized that she actually goes down <laughs> to the toilet. And if you look at her character, she looks like a pile of poop. Like, she's like shit. Like, a, like she, you know what I mean? Like, she had the brown. Yeah, like, the makeup on. is meant to make them with a dress and then the face. And then everything's, like, over-exaggerated a little bit with the lumps. And you're just like, ooh, that's ugly. But you're right. She did look like a piece of shit. Literally. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, that is. <laughs> that's good. That um, I'm I'm gonna add social commentary because I feel like I didn't realize this till I got older, and I didn't realize how many black experiences was were in that movie. Um, whenever they try and catch a cab, and as soon as you get to the cab, it goes to off duty because they black, and they're like, mm, no, I'm not gonna yes. be off duty. And I, I didn't get that when I was a kid. I was just like, oh, how unfortunate. Man, they were almost there. Like, if they could have been faster. And now that I'm older, because this has happened to me at least twice in Chicago, where people pick me up and then, like, we're not going where you're going. Or the guy picked me up in front of a concert. Like, I open the door and he's like, oh, I'm off duty. And I go around the corner. He's picking up two white people. But we're not going to talk about that. But I didn't realize that until I got older that that's what that was. And I was like... That is very clever. It's very clever how you do that. Like building in our experience to this movie hits home. And so that's why I don't think, I know it's, you see, think Wizard of Oz and you're like, oh, it's a kid's movie. But it's not a kid's movie. This one, I don't think is a kid's movie. You got to be like teen, maybe older 
to kind of get it. Otherwise, you're just terrified of subways and you don't know what to do. It's kind of like when you're watching some of the kids' cartoons now and they really make cartoons for for adults so parents can tolerate sitting in the room and they don't have to listen to that stupid ass Caillou. Um, because I yeah, refuse. Caillou, okay, I'm not even going down that road. Man, I hate Caillou so much. I, I don't even have kids. And I'm just like. Caillou. We actually banned Caillou from our house. We were like, you, you, we cannot watch Caillou. But. But like, you know, we would watch like Yo Gabba Gabba and, you know, even, even like there's so many, like even watching Spongebob, right? Like you, there's like adult thing, like Animaniacs, yes. which is my jam back in the day. Yes. But like you'd watch those and they're like have these adult themes. And so you, it kept the parents engaged and it's almost like The Wiz is kind of like, you know, it's, it's a family movie and all black families sat and watched it together. But there was some very adult things. Yes, for sure. Interesting. Well, right. that's my number five. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it encourages someone, if you haven't seen it, to watch it. And if you watched it when you're younger and you haven't seen it in a while, just like watch it again. You pick up a lot more things. You have a lot more appreciation for younger versions of artists. Like, I mean, whatever the controversy is around Michael Jackson, he did that role so well and even when he is not in the focus if you just watch him in the background he's just like doing the thing and i was just like that's that's pretty cool and then dorothy um diana ross running in them heels like she was just like i was like whoa i thought i was good running for the subway in chicago in my heels (laughs) but she was like sprint running the same boat so watch it it's worth it see that playground scene in that subway scene you tell me what you think uh, an honorable mention is Lena Horne because if you're black, if you are black, everybody knows that Lena Horne is like, she was the, like everybody aspired. Like she was the most beautiful. Like it was like, it's Lena Horne. And it, she, she's like singing to everybody and it's like her one scene and then all the little babies but it's little like babies. the most like the last two songs are the most powerful and it mm-hmm. makes you feel like like you you believe Lena's like the good one she's like you believe it girl you can do it and then Dorothy <laughs> starts singing you're like yeah girl get on home and then she gets home and you're just like man that movie is great <laughs> but yeah but the little babies in the like in the, like in the, the stars in the- I mean, fat little cheeks and I don't even like kids like that like that's not my jam but every time I see them with them looking and they look like oh what is this we're doing um, and they have on their little hats their little little Miss Muffet hats and you're just like it is so doing? awesome so it's it's a full range of emotions clearly yeah um not but- intended to be a scary movie but definitely scary moments that's why it made my list um Absolutely. but Sharon What's your number five? <laughs> oh God, my number five. Okay, I can't even say like what the number five is because they're all like in the top, but in the list. Um, okay. In the list that I have. Well, okay. I'm actually going to just want to give, it's not even top, it's in the top five. It is a a scary scene in horror that has, a, that like terrified the hell out of me. I was way too young. And it is, I deserve, I deserve the, the fear that I received from the scene because I was being a sneaky little jerk to my grandma and rest, you know, rest in peace, grandma. But um, 
<laughs> rest in peace, Boosie. <laughs> I deserve that one. Um, so this scene is from Halloween three and it's when the, um, like there's like the TV producers and they're like basically talking about, yeah, like we can get the kids this way. Like, this is how we can, you know, like, you know, indoctrinate all these kids into God. I don't even know what they were trying to indoctrinate them into. Like what was the goal? Right. I, I don't even know what the goal was or why, but like, and that's why this, like the Halloween three is not the movie itself is pretty crap really, but that scene is terrifying. And it's and they, they the kids are watching the TV and the parents are like, <laughs> you know, with their TV, Swanson TV dinners, whatever. And, you know, oh, don't, don't be too close to the TV, you know, Oh, it's fine, Jim. You know, I don't even know what the parents' names were. But the kid puts that damn. It definitely pumpkin. was him. I'm gonna double down. I don't know if that's true, but I believe in you. But they put that pumpkin on that kid's head, and he's watching it, and he's like, you know, doing the head bobbing dance, and then like you just see like like the kid's like head like melting and all the bugs and oh my god, that scared the living crap out of me. And the thing is my grandmother was watching me. My, I don't know where my parents were, but she was watching me and I was like, Oh yeah, grandma, I can totally watch this, this, this movie. And my parents don't mind. So yeah, it's fine. And she was so sweet. And she was like, are, are you sure you're allowed to watch this? Oh yeah. My parents totally let me watch this movies on lies. and the thing is they they might have like they might not have even known right but i just was like gonna be sure right which is what i get right I, I was gonna be sure that i was able to watch that movie and i freaking had nightmares from that as a kid like i just and it was basically this whole social commentary on tv melting your brain right like what we watch do you what, think that's what it was I do think that's what it was because it was a whole thing about putting this pumpkin on and feeding these kids, you know, because remember back in the day, like that was about that time is when television programming kind of changed, right? Like where you could also, I'm of that generation, right? Of generation X where, you know, your parents sat you in front of the TV. Like that's what you did, right? Like your parents, you know, and then they could be like, I didn't go outside, but we spent a lot of time in front of the television. Right. And so, and those were the early days of like having that social commentary of, of kids not watching too much television because, you know, programming wasn't like that. I mean, remember like, well, I mean, you're a bit younger than I am quite a bit younger than I am, but you, t you know, TV ended, right. Like it wasn't like 24 hour TV, right. Like by like, you know, 11, oh 11 yeah, it used to cut off and then it just be like static or something. No, yeah, it, it used to be no, that was or cool. like the like that that symbol, you know. And then yeah, oh, like, right. Like there was nothing on TV past a certain time. So I, I really think it was about like TV melting your brain. I I think that was the social commentary. Um, you might feel differently, but rewatch it. I did not watch it again before this. Um, I've watched so many movies then just to catch up on this for this episode. Same. But the only thing I I remember, and I remember this being my favorite Halloween, because I expect like Michael Myers, right? Halloween three, is he coming back? I thought he was dead. Like how many times we gotta kill this mofo? And then <laughs> I watch it and I'm like, these characters are all different, and this story's kind of dry. Like, what is this? 
And you see these shamrock masks that they're putting on. And the guy, I think, sees them. If I'm remembering it wrong, I apologize. I haven't watched it in a minute, but I remember noting it in my mind. Like when you brought it up, I was like, oh, yeah, that scene. And the guy is looking in the, you know how they do a test subject room and Nate's mm-hmm. in the room and the parents are sitting and the kids and it's Jim, whatever you say. Jim right. and Martha are sitting on the couch and they're trying to be like, oh, put your mask on. And that music starts playing. And if you've watched Halloween 3, you remember that music. And then he puts on the the little Halloween mask with the little shamrock logo on the back because it's authentic. You have to have the one. It's like Cabbage Patch. Yes. Like, you have to have yes. the right you one. You have to have it. It was like a whole like indoctrination of the kit. Like, oh gosh. Yep. Like you have to have this one. Like you have to have a trapper keeper. You can't get the off brand. And that music starts playing and he just falls over and his head just whoops, smashes in and the crickets come out and they're roaches. And I was just like, oh, well, this is unfortunate. And the only thing I remember from back in the day when I first saw that was, well, we poor, we couldn't afford that mask anyway. So be <laughs> and I don't know if that was the right like ideology to have, but in my head, I was like, I'm not in danger of any like fancy mask killing my head and turning me into crickets. But I definitely watched that scene and it, you know how you see scenes and it's like, gross, I don't want to see anything like this ever again. And I was like, yeah, I want more of this. This is awesome. This is cool. <laughs> that is so funny. So, you know, it that that actually makes me laugh because the whole movie is like it is the worst Halloween in the series. It is. Yeah. It is the worst one. It is just not good. But that is the scene. Like it is the whole scene. Like the whole movie mm-hmm. for me. Like Michael Myers who? It is that, mm-hmm. right? It oh yeah. my god. Gosh, and and I don't even like bugs anyway, so that really did me in. Like the, but it's the part at the end. So that's the test room, right? But at the end, where um, he's trying to stop the feeds from playing, yes, and he can't get the last one off, and the music just keeps going and going, yes. and you don't see the kids, and you just like you get to imagine what happened. And I was like, I hope they got roach spray because I don't think. <laughs> anybody's gonna survive whatever's happening out there it's just bad it sounds bad you know i i had never seen a roach until i was like a teenager like the first time i ever saw a roach in real life jaron check your privilege uh i know i know i know, I know. No, but, but, like this but I, that's, a, that's a very californian thing because in the midwest we have roaches like you live in chicago indiana that's a staple i came out here i don't think i've ever seen a roach in california like yeah, no, never I mean, ever i see a lot of spiders and lizards but that's about it it's very california it's incredibly california like you're just like you know, and I know that, right? Like, I know it's very California. Like, we, you know, we have other things, right? You know, I mean, I well, that's why seen. I live here because it's great. I love it. <laughs> but I mean, in perspective of like, say, like a like a banana slug, right? Like, I mean, I saw banana slugs multiple times before I ever saw a roach in my, you know, until I was older. And um, but I would hear people talk about roaches, right? And they'd be like, "Ooh, she got roaches," and I was like, "I don't even know." I wouldn't have even known what to look for in a roach, right? Until I saw like that, like, you know, like in real, I mean, you saw it on TV, but like in real life, I had had never seen one. So it was so like foreign to me. Like I was just like, oh damn, that's a roach. Like, oh my God. (laughs) 
better on your screen than in your house or running around your kitchen. Girl, That's all I'm exactly true. And then you moved to Florida and I got chased by a roach Ooh. and um, and Texas too, where they fly. Um, I don't need that kind of energy. I think I was in Texas. I was in El Paso, Texas. And um, we were like, go across over the border into Wattis. Wattis. And, um, and then like, I saw a roach on the ground and I was like, Oh God. So I was just all in a little culture shock. It was like, I think it was like my first time out of the state too. So I was really just like, you don't need that negativity in your life. <laughs> What's the <laughs> show? He's like the first time you travel out of state and you see a bug, like what the hell, Sean? Like, okay. Privilege. Yes. No, it's, it's real because the first time I got here or I went to Florida and there was a lizard in the house, I was freaking out and everyone was like, what is wrong with you? It's just a lizard. And I'm like, I feel like you think this is normal and it's not. <laughs> so I'm going to freak out because I don't like creatures in my house. And so it's just different. I get it. <laughs> so that would be like, like the scenes. I think like for you, the whiz for me, it's the Halloween three scene that like, just, you know, that's a top tier one. It, it's, it's worth putting on this list for sure. <laughs> Okay, friends, that is a wrap for this episode. Why are you laughing? I don't know. Oh, my God. Stop <laughs> laughing. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Right. Okay, friends, that is a wrap for this episode. We hope you enjoyed this as much as we enjoyed the discussion. All right. And that you enjoyed it, but that you'll also kind of be inspired to watch these movies. Um, so if you haven't already, be sure to go out and see it. Hopefully we haven't ruined it for you too much. Um, we do have more episodes coming up, so be sure to subscribe to, nah, absolutely not, to be in a loop. And then we're going to go ahead and continue on the next episode with our list of top five scary movies and scenes. That are our personal favorites. Yes. And oh, we also enjoy hearing from you. So I am going to get fancy and add a quid to this podcast. So you can tell us what are some of your scariest movies or your scariest movie moments. And then for any great responses, we love to have you on an upcoming episode and you can discuss it with us. That'd be super fun. Yay. Yay. Okay. <laughs> All right, everyone. So we're going to see you on the flip side. Thank you. <laughs> Bye.